Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. Now, if you're new, welcome on in. Please consider becoming a regular listener here to Grace for a Journey, where we're in the book of Matthew. And we're in the book of Matthew, and we've come to the place that is vitally important in Matthew 21. Now, if you're a believer, Jesus is about to tell us how we're expected to live. If you're not a believer, if you're still sort of checking Christianity out, trying to figure out if it's for you, if it's real, then this is the insight that really you need to know. This is the core of Jesus's teaching. Now, it begins in verse 34, and here we go. Again, I'm just telling you, this is vital, perhaps other than the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, which is most important. Our faith is founded upon that. This is the most important verses on how we're to live. So here's the context. Jesus has been teaching and the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and another group called the Herodians have been trying to trip him up and trick him. They've come at him with tax questions and marriage questions and different things, trying to fool him, trying to just trip him up. So now they come at this. Now, what's happening here is legit uh, as far as their intention, but let's follow it along. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. So Jesus whips up on the Sadducees. So now the Pharisees are huddling, trying to get a game plan on taking Jesus down. Now, one of them, a lawyer, now this means a lawyer in the religious law. This is a person who went to school. He knows the religious law. He gets it. He is absolutely an expert in religious law. So he says, and one of them, a lawyer, ask him a question to test him. Now, let's stop right here. Testing him doesn't mean tricking him. A lot of people preach this text, and maybe you've heard it described as Jesus, they were trying to trick Jesus and trip him up. Not true. The Pharisees had a legitimate religious job for the, what we call the intertestamental period of time when God stopped speaking in the Old Testament and before Christ came in the New Testament, there were there's about 300-year gap there. And so the, it was the Pharisees who kept the Jewish faith, the Jewish faith. So anybody who came along claiming to be a rabbi, they would test them. They would question them. They would say, hey, what are you all about? When you're done with your ministry, rabbi, what are we going to have to clean up? <laughs> I mean, that was really what they were getting after. So they came to Jesus with a question to test him. That's legit. And here's what they said. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law. Now, what they were asking for is something that was called his yoke. Jesus said later, he said, take my yoke upon you because it is easy and light. Now, a lot of guys think that means a like a yoke where you would tie two ox together to pull a plow. That is not what it means. It is not an ox. And it was a great preaching point. I mean, some of you may have heard this. I don't, maybe you didn't, but older preachers would get up and talk about, take God's yoke upon you. Take Christ's yoke, because when you're yoked up with him, he carries the load and it's easier for you. Well, that's true. And it's pretty good preaching. It's just not what this text means. <laughs> I mean, it's not what that text means either, right? What this means is your primary teaching. Uh, a rabbi, Jesus was a rabbi, would have a primary teaching. It would be called a joke. So of all the commandments in the Bible, all the inferences of the commandments, a rabbi would center his life on one thing which he said was most important. And then what he would do is he would get these disciples around him called Talmudim, that's the Hebrew word, and he would train them to understand that commandment, live that commandment, and train them to train the disciples to be like the rabbi. So they said, teacher, which is the great commandment of the law? Legit question. So Jesus answers. He said, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and all of your mind. Now, he could have stopped there, but he didn't. 
he went on and said this. So in other words, the first commandment is to love God with everything you have. Don't be double-minded and don't have multiple number one passions. You can only be most passionate about one thing, right? The word most means above and beyond everything else. So you can't be most passionate about 10 things. And it just grammatically doesn't work. And it doesn't work in your life either, by the way. So there only has to be one thing. There's got to be one thing that you're most passionate about. So he says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, soul and mind. So that's the first commandment. Now he goes on and gives a second. He said, this is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus is saying, you want to follow me? You know what I'm about? I'm about training people to love God with everything they have and to love their neighbors like they love themselves. Pretty simple, isn't it? This is Jesus's yoke. This is so important. He adds another phrase here at the end, and he says this. On these two commandments, hang or depend or are built on all the law and the prophets. Jesus is saying on these two commandments, loving God and loving others, every law that you have, every other thing you're going to study falls apart if these two things are not in place. If loving God and loving people is the foundation of your life, no matter what else you do, it's going to crumble and fall apart. No matter what else you teach, it's going to wane in comparison to these two laws. Jesus says, you want to follow me? You want to be about what I'm about? Love God love people. And when you do that, you're going to have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, help us to love you more and love others more. And when we do, Jesus, we know we're honoring you and we're doing what you've told us to do. Help us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.